We'll be speaking today about the seven deadly sins, so we're closing the series. The last one to, to speak about is wrath, which is quite hard to say for me, so I utilize anger, right? <laughs> so it will be the same, but it's not with the fancy ancient word, and also it's close to us being anger. And we're going to be looking at the Psalm 4, verses 4 and 5, and it's called... I titled the message, In Anger, Take Your Pills, right? So be ready because we're going to show you what pills to take. Of course, just God is the one who can prescribe these pills, and he's the one to overcome anger. So we have seen from the past, the other sins, I hope you remember them, pride, envy, greed, sloth, lust, gluttony. If you have not heard about them, or if you, didn't be, you were not here, go to our website, fairviewallianchurch.com. There's a message menu there. You can hear the post podcast in your car, in your phone, at your office, so you can complete the whole series. And today, as I said, let's move into anger. Before speaking about anger, I know you all understand what that's about. And I want to tell you that before I was getting married, I didn't consider myself an angry person. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. I always knew how to deal with my emotions, with my temper. My mom always said that I was a very Perfect, yeah, that's a comment coming from my mom. Very tranquil, very calm down. But then I met the woman God created for me, and God made her perfect. She knows what buttons to push at the right time. So our first six months, I will say, they were not like a honeymoon, like all expected. They were more like an adjustment but because of me, because I started to know myself. I didn't know I had all this anger, all this uh, opportunity or capacity to be in angry and get out of my clothes in that way. I, at some point I was, after the moment passed, I was praying and looking at myself and, wow, where is all this Felipe coming from? I didn't know it, but it's so human to be angry. So the first months with my wife were just to know ourselves, reveal ourselves to the other person so they know how to deal with us, we know how to deal with them, we know how to deal with ourselves and know how to fight. <laughs> yeah? Once you know how to fight, you're, you're good. Then you feel that you control your anger, you're again in a right movement, in a right momentum, and then you have kids. <laughs> wow. So you notice again that you don't know how to deal with anger, <laughs> and you're starting from scratch again. So I know some of you are married. You know what I'm talking about. Some of you are parents. You understand what I'm talking. If not, you are children. So you know what I'm talking about because you're, you get angry with your mom. So this is something that touched every one of us. 
So before starting with the verse, I want you to join me in prayer. Lord, we pray that this time will be for you, for us to hear what you have prepared for us. Uh, give us the understanding of your Holy Spirit to understand your word and keep in our hearts what you prepare for us. Amen. Okay, so let's go to Psalm 4 and verses 4 and 5. In this version that I choose, it says, When you are angry, do not sin. Think about these things quietly as you go to bed. Do what is right as a sacrifice to the Lord and trust. This is a psalm wrote by David. He had a heart according to God's will, but he was an angry person as well. He lived many difficult times, being persecuted, armies, wars, and he know what is anger. So the first part I want you to look and study is when you're angry, do not sin. It's quite clear, quite easy. Uh, we have heard this before or after when Paul writes to Ephesians and he says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. That's for sure. Paul was referring to this song that he knew beforehand. So what he's saying at the beginning is, when you're angry, do not sin. He's separating anger for, from sin. So you're allowed to be anger and not be sinning. Jesus was angry sometimes, but he was perfect. He didn't sin. So there's, there's a line. When you're angry, do not sin. They separate both. But also, if we go to Matthew 5.21, we can see the other side of anger. When you have heard that it was said to people long ago, you shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or a sister will be subject to judgment. And in Proverbs 19.19 says, a man of great wrath shall suffer punishment. So it's like a balance. You can be anger, angry and do not sin. Control that, fine. Or go to the other side. When you're angry and in a deadly sin. Subject to judgment and suffering punishment. So I, I put this um, ghost, called, like those who drive, no, that goes to one way to another when you're accelerating. So anger is like that, but it's just one line in the middle. You can be angry, do not sin, but once you pass that line, you're, all, you're out of control. You need Jesus to forgive you, to take you back, and to control this. So that's the first point. Angry can be on both sides. So allow yourself to be angry. You, you have the permission to feel, but also... We'll see the rest. So the next part says, think about these things. So the point I want to underline here is think. That's easy. Think. When you're angry, think. Why? It's so obvious, but at the same time so hard. Because when we're angry, we don't use our full brain. 
In Proverbs 29.8 says, Mockers stirs up a city, but the wise turn away angry. So one way to turn away anger is being wise. There's a theory to explain the brain that is called the theory of Paul McLean, and it shows three brains. It's called the three brains. In this picture, you see a, an illustration of the brain, three colors. The red part, it's called the lizard or the re reptilian brain. It's, it's the part in charge of reflex, uh, security, first reactions, first response of our, of our brain. Lizards and reptiles have that part of the brain. That's why they are so quick. They can feel, they can react. We have that. And sometimes when we, we let's say, something falls from the, from the table, we don't think and we act as a reflect. It's that part of our brain that is acting. And it's the one connected to the blood system. The next part, the yellow part, it's called the animal affection or the mouse brain. It's the part that involves the lizard brain, but also comes with emotions and memories. So when you have memories and you put that with the emotions, you start learning. That's why mouse, they do experiment and they learn, but because of memory, because they knew this was the, the wrong path. And after they tried a couple of times, they learn and they start doing different things. They are more intelligent than lizards, yes, because they have memories. And after that comes the green part, which is the executive brain or the human brain, is the part in charge of decision making, of contemplating and evaluating options and deciding on that. So if you can see, anger comes from, from blood, starts with the red part, when you're angry, you feel that your brain is like, whoa, shaking, shaking, blood is in high revolution. Then it comes with memories and saying, oh, I remember she said this, that's last time. It's not the first time he does that to me. So you can become angry. So now you put in your blood with your memories. And if you stay there, you're acting as an animal. But God gave us a tool. God made human over animals. Why? Because he gave us the capacity of thinking and like encapsulate these feelings and act wise. So the first part I want you to remember is letter T, think. When you're angry, think. And the first think you have to think is I am angry. Yeah. Recognize that you're angry. If you're acting by feelings, by emotions, you're not thinking. If you stop and say, whoa, I'm angry. At that point, you're acting different. You're doing the first right step, right? T, think. Let's move on to the next part. So about the things, quietly, as you go to bed. As you go to bed, meant to apart. In David's time, going to bed was going to a quiet place, a safe place where you feel comfortable, when you can find yourself, when you can meditate about things, that's what your bed or your bedroom meant. So if you're angry, think, then go to a safe place, apart yourself from the situation. 
of course, there are times where, where you cannot apart physically from the situation because let's say you're at the office, you're in the same car, you cannot jump, please don't do it. <laughs> uh, but you have to disable yourself from the situation. Also, those who use social media, uh, you know that in Twitter, Facebook, well, Instagram, not that much, but Twitter and Facebook especially, we see a post that we don't like and we right away, hashtag hard reply. Uh, no, why you think bling, 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 hard faces, emoticons, send, and again and again. And you're fighting with a people that you don't know, that you won't see in your life once. And you're putting all your energy and your time there. So apart means also disabled. So if you cannot go, go apart, um, disable yourself. And let's see what Proverbs 29, 22 says. An angry person stirs up conflict. And a hot-tempered person commits many sins. So if you're acting by emotions, you're in the path to commit sins. As, as Mario and Ryan have said in the previous sermons, these seven sins are called, called deadly, not because other sins are not deadly, but because starting from those, you can commit many other sins. And we, we see this here. So imagine yourself that you're in your mobile phone and you go to disable the Wi-Fi. Exactly, you see it's active, all your social media, and then we click, we disable, right? So if you're angry, you don't know what to answer, you don't know what to do, disable the Wi-Fi, disable the internet for a while, and stop thinking before answering any post. So think, T, A, apart. Would you? You following me? Good. Move on. Quietly. So do not sin about these things and think of these things quietly as you go to bed. Quietly means silence. Silence, right? That's what it means. In Proverbs 17, 28 says, even a fool when keeps silence is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he's considered prudent. If you have nothing good to say, say nothing. Keep your mouth Keep your fingers, if you're posting, keep your fingers in your pocket. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. In Proverbs 15, 11, a gentle answer turns away, away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. If you have to say something because you have to say, if it's your children, if your spouse is your colleague, say it in a nice way. That... To fight, you need two. To end a fight, you need one. So if you're the one starting to finish the fight, you're good. And in James, all the chapter three of James speak about how to control your tongue. I won't go through that chapter because that's not, not for just a sermon, but also a series of sermons, how to control your tongue. So silence. 
T, think, A, apart, S, silence. Next verse, verse 5. Do what is right as a sacrifice to the Lord. Now is when the things start to go to a next level. Before, think apart and silence. Uh, okay, that's something we can do. Struggles, but okay. Many people in the world that know, don't know Jesus, they know that when they're angry, they have to think, they have to apart, they have to keep silence. This is when the difference comes in. When the people like us who know Jesus and know the gospel and know the Lord start to make that difference. Because it's not just not harm somebody else, but to overcome anger with a godly solution. And that solution usually is a sacrifice. Because it's not something easy to do. But it's a sacrifice that you're not doing for the person you're fighting with. It's not a sacrifice that you're doing for yourself to look good. It's a sacrifice that you're doing to the Lord. You think that worshiping the Lord is just coming on Sunday and singing or doing, giving your offerings? No, you are worshiping the Lord when at your home, at your car, at your office, you think about how to overcome anger. Worshiping the Lord, doing something as a sacrifice. What? Do what is right. How you know what is right in the situation? Just the Holy Spirit. Brothers, I, I have no solution for that because every situation is different. But if you think, if you get apart, if you are in silence, you are just this close to pray. Now, start praying. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit will show you what is right to do in that moment. But let me tell you, it won't be easy because he wants you to do a sacrifice. Right? This week... I was, I was at work, and I've been, like, building a project for uh, six months or more. And so I released the project. I didn't do any big boom. I released the project silently to keep a surprise. People like it. They start seeing the new stuff that I implemented, deployed it in my office, and they were like, oh, Felipe, that's nice. I just see the pictures and the photos and all and one guy didn't like it. And he went right to the boss before coming to me. And he convinced my boss that the project was wrong. And my boss sent a message to me saying, Felipe, roll back what you deploy. He knew. I, 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 I asked to my boss permission before deploying it, saying, I'm going to do this, this, and that. He said, right, OK. But because this guy has a good influence on, under my boss, he made me roll back. Then when my boss came from lunch, because all this happened during lunchtime, he called me to the office. Felipe, come here, explain me why this happened, blah, blah, blah. I explained him, and I convinced my boss that I was, what I was doing was right. And my boss said, yeah, sorry, Felipe. I, I took a decision too quick before speaking to you. But I was so angry with this guy who made me roll back because in front of my whole company, they, they knew that something was deployed and minutes after was taken out. And, and this guy, we have a good relationship, but why he didn't come to me and speak to me? So I was quite angry, I, I think. It took me a time to, re, to realize that I was angry. 
Then I go apart, took silence. And I was so easy to speak with my other colleagues about what this guy do. Like, hey, you know what, Ryan? You know this guy, David? You like the project? Well, he didn't like it. And he said, he's that crazy guy. And I knew it was so easy to start saying that to this colleague and to another colleague worker. But the sacrifice that God asked me that day to do was keeping silence and took that silence to a next level. And it's not just silence, but silence in not spreading your anger with others. Yeah? So silence is... Silence is something that is difficult because you have to keep silence, but also not to spread the anger with others. Because as a deadly sin, you're starting gossip with others. And so many times, you're sharing your anger, not looking for solutions, but looking to harm or to do damage or to yeah, damage the image of the person you're angry with. Yeah? I'm not saying that you cannot share your anger, but when you do, do it with the right person, with purpose, on the right context. If you, let's say, I know many women are more easy to deal with emotion when they share and they find empathy and things like that. Men, sometimes we look for solutions. But don't do it when we are hot-tempered. Think apart, silence. Then go and share with someone that you know that is going to keep a secret, that is wise, that is going to pray for you, that is going to give you good advice. And look to yourself that in your heart, your intention of sharing is not spreading and damage someone else, but also is the intention to receive an advice, get someone to pray for you, right? So that's what silence also means. And that's a sacrifice. Sometimes the sacrifice is forgive. Ask for forgiveness. Reconcile. Reconcile, right? If we, if we go back to Matthew 6, the Sermon of the Mountain in verse 21 to 25, we have read the first part. I'm going to read just in verse 23. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that you, your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift in the front of the altar first, and go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Well, clearer, this, there's a, clearer than that cannot be. It's, to this perfect crystal clear, we understand that that's a sacrifice. And if you need inspiration to do the right thing, remember that Jesus came as a sacrifice to the world for us to finish the anger we had with God. So we have a, a big example to follow. So that's a sacrifice, S. Now let's move on to an. Small but powerful. That word is there in all translations in all languages. Because in the, in the Hebrew, it says and, and not. What it means is close. Close and move on. If you have already, take the first steps. T-A-S. Think apart silence. And you have do the sacrifice. Now you have to close. If you forgive that person, if you ask for forgiveness... Close that chapter. Close that book and move on. Don't keep in your pocket uh, the, the depths, the receipt of the situation. Just destroy and, and move. 
In Colossians 3.8 says, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as this, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Read yourself. So you can apart and say, say to yourself, I'm not angry anymore because I did what is right. And how to close that chapter? Okay, you know that you have to close it. You close it with the last part of the verse. Trust the Lord. Yeah, so you disable and you trust the Lord. That's the last T. By trusting the Lord, you know that the situation is going to end well. You can trust the Lord to heal you. You can trust the Lord to heal the other person. You can trust the Lord to judge the other person as well. You can trust even the Lord to do their revenge as well for, for, me, for you. You don't have to take that in your hands. In Philippians 3, 4, and 7, we know it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will God guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do you want to finish that situation of anger with peace? Don't be anxious. Leave that to the Lord. Trust the Lord. And if you know that is something else to do in the situation, also trust that to the Lord, like it says in Romans 12, 19. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. So, and he will do what is right in the right amount. So don't take the revenge in your hands and oh, I'm, I'm going to peg pay him back, I'm going to pay her back because she or he did this to me. Close, move on, and trust. These are two pills. The first pill is the TAS, and the second pill is the same letters backwards, SAT, right? So I hope you can, without looking at the screen, David, can you put black in the screen, please? I'm going to take the test. The first pill is the TAS, which is T as, A as, S as. That's the first pill. So when you take that pill, you're acting wise. You're doing your first step, as the world says to do. And the second pill is the S, A, T. Excellent. And the second pill is the Christian pill. Because it's the pill when you're marking a difference. You're doing what is right, now you're marking a difference. So we need to take both pills. You're doing great, church. I'm going to say to Mario to put a smiley face to all of you. <laughs> so you, you, you know this guy, right? How easy we change ourselves from the, the good Dr. Bruce to the Hulk. So next time you feel angry, you find yourself in a situation that you, oh, this is getting hot, I don't like this. Think, I'm angry. Get apart, disable yourself from the situation, find a good and quiet place where you can think. Keep silence with you and with others. Pray. 
do a sacrifice, do what is right as a sacrifice, and close and trust. Move on. That's it. Take your pills. Is that too hard, church? No, is it? So what's your dose? <laughs> it's easy to remember, but it's not easy to do. So the holy doctor is God, and he's the one who knows what is the dose you need. These are the verses that I came through the sermon. I know there's a lot. I didn't go through all. Feel free to take a picture, make some notes, and please go through this week reading and meditating in those, asking the Holy Spirit, asking the Lord about them, and then you will know what is the formula the Lord is giving to you, what is the prescription you need. Some of us need more of the first pill. Some of us need more of the second one. Some of us are struggling with the silence or the thing. And remember, T-A-S-S-A-T. In anger, take your pills. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for how clear you know us. And we ask for forgiveness. We Please forgive us those many times that we add act without thinking, harming the people that is around us, harming our loved ones. Forgive us the times we have lost control with our children, with our spouses, with our fathers and mothers, with our people at church. Forgive us for the times we had spread the anger and start gossip in church, in our families, in our work. Lord, thank you because you see the sacrifices and you take them as a gift to you as a worship, no matter where. We don't have to do sacrifices just in church, but during the week you are with us and you will be pleased to know that we are doing right. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. And please, in those hard moments, not, not, those, not just this anger seen by in all the other seeds that we have seen and every single scene, that your Holy Spirit convince, convince us that we are sinning so we can stop and ask you for the right path to take. We lift our life to you and we live this week in your name, in Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>